1: This is Medjinomics with a friend of Megagoria.
2: Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Sweetheart. Now
3: Change shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Those of you tonight, on this Christmas Eve, in states that have locked you down, can be very depressing, whether you're in states in the United States with these criminal rules, or whether you're in England, locked down, or Italy, and different countries, none of us could imagine last Christmas, all the things that's assailing us this Christmas, and everybody is in wonder. But we had a prophetic message from her lady last Christmas, December 25th, 2019, through Yaakov, and she said, through prayer with the heart, faith, and works, you will come to know what it means to live a sincere Christian life. People are praying right now, more so than last year. They're becoming more sincere. Our lady continued, oftentimes, children, darkness, darkness. Pain and crosses overwhelm your hearts. Do not waver in faith and ask why. Because you think that you're alone and abandoned. And many tonight are. Many are breaking the rules and celebrating Christmas. But for those in localities, is more severe in enforcing this. You feel abandoned. Our lady continues, instead open your heart, pray and believe firmly and then your heart will feel God's nearness and that God never abandons you. He is beside you at every moment. Through prayer and faith, God will answer your every way and transform your pain, darkness, and cross into light. The church is suffering now. People are suffering. People are scared. We have no precedent for the situations we find ourselves in. In the nine days before Christmas, Novena, many of you who may be praying, last night's meditation of the fifth luminous mystery, it states, the most beastly man, at least once in his life, will have experienced seeing a baby that brought a smile on his face and a joy in his heart. And the meditation continues, the sorrow surrounding the Last Supper is to be canceled by the institution of the Eucharist. The sorrow engulfs you. Through life situations, approach the altar, knowing the little baby born 2,000 years ago who embraced the shepherd's hearts is about to embrace you at that moment. If the most beastly hardened man can be moved, how much more can we, as we receive him from the altar, be relieved of your burdens and sorrows and receive joy? And how do we receive that? from the eucharist from jesus i've got an ancient book about wisdom statements one of them says when man ceases to wonder god's secrets remain unrevealed there's so much to be revealed and that's why it is here because we as modern man do not see what can't be seen because we wonder no more we have the answers we follow the culture all those things affecting the world and we block God from revealing to us secrets. In this book, it also says about the spiritual realm and the physical realm. The priest stands every morning upon the shores of the eternal world. What is he saying? He's saying when he's holding up the Eucharist, he's standing on the earth, and he raises up the host. He's entered into the spiritual realm, both places. Going back to the quote, it says, We catch glimpses of the supernatural. As we speak of the mystic words of the Mass, the thin curtain between the two worlds is blown aside for a moment, and we see at least briefly and dimly what the Mass really means. Many people are not going to Mass tonight or tomorrow. But for those who are, you're going to see something in both realms, the spiritual and the physical. That's what happens at Mass. But if you look at it in wonder, it's not unrevealed. The closest we can get to Jesus and the baby Jesus is the Eucharist. And the writing says, after you receive your communion, leaving the altar, quote, when we come away from the altar, returning, so to speak, from the other world to this, it is our duty and our privilege to convey at least to try to convey to people what we have seen and heard. That's the mystery of the Eucharist, especially at Christmas. And if you're not able to go because of lockdown, you're going to do spiritual communions. On December 2nd, 2015, Our Lady said, through love, Jesus seeks unity between heaven and earth. Wow. Heaven is a spiritual and earth is physical. And then he repeats that in a different way, not the heavens or the earth, but the family. Unity between heaven and earth, and then he says between the heavenly Father and you, my children. Do you see this pattern? God is bringing the spiritual realm to the physical realm and the physical realm to the spiritual realm. In this blessed time we're in, the unity is through Our Lady. Our Lady comes every day from the spiritual realm into the physical realm. But she's not in the spiritual realm. She is physically in front of Maria. Maria can touch her. Our Lady can kiss Maria. She's done that. Maria has hugged our Lady. How can Our Lady be supernatural, transfigured in her body, and be physically touched? This is what has been said. Jesus seeks unity between heaven and earth. We are living something that has never happened before. So take that joy because Mary and Joseph was in a bad situation. A situation today that is condemned. We've got a mindset of people in poverty are put there by other people. You have all these voices. We got to do the poor. We have the social justice thing which is nothing about justice. Actually, is injustice. Whether we're rich, middle class, poor, or out on the streets, we're alive. We have life. This struck me very strongly of the terrible situation that Mary and Joseph was in, that in their poverty, in their rejection, no place to stay, our lady had the joy of Jesus. What was the opinion of heaven? of this sad situation the opinion of man today in that situation is bad but that's not what was looked at we know the opinion of heaven because the heavens was filled with angels rejoicing we have to have the view of heaven on everything because what many people think is bad is not it's good and what many people think is good is bad we're in times of reflection of thoughtfulness contemplation we have to look at ourselves our nation, our world we're in this situation because of our sins they have matured into physical things that's harmful to us that is dark even overwhelming more than we can handle but in Yako's message last Christmas it's all for the purpose to bring us joy and that's why Our Lady said God will answer every why. All these things you're seeing here at Christmas, you're going to get the answer. Through prayer and faith, God will answer your every why and transform your every pain, darkness, and cross into light. If you're going into the light, it will be joy. So we're all suffering. The difficulties are going through birth pains because something is about to be birthed, and it may be much more darker than it is at this moment. But for us as Christians, make every night a holy night. Never go to bed without consecrations to the merciful heart and the sacred heart of Jesus. Live holy night, not just Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Every day is to be Christmas. Because we have our Deliverer, the Son of God, coming tomorrow in the arms of Our Lady. Contemplate these things. I'd like to end with this ancient writings that speaks prophetically about our lady coming today. Brighter than the eastern skies at daybreak, with fancied roses, the unblemished moon, before the moon begins to fade on heaven's blue coast, thy image falls to earth, and man will kneel before her. Tomorrow is the 25th. We'll be broadcasting Monday, discussing serious things as we approach the first of the year. We wish you a very, very hope-filled Christmas, knowing that you can have the nearness of Jesus to you. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.